This is Being Better, the podcast about the science behind mindsets and practices that make us happier, wiser, and healthier. My name is Julia Spohr, and I am your host. Join us as each week we break down scientific research and bring you true stories of people from all walks of life to help you make better decisions that will shape your tomorrow. the being better podcast it's been i don't know a couple of days a week since i last posted for you but i actually am recording the episode straight after the last one because i want to do the part two of why learning is so important how to be a lifelong learner and why most of us have lost the passion and lost the curiosity how to gain it back and also what should we do and what we should focus on if we want to improve the education system actually like no matter in what country you are so welcome back i hope you are doing well i hope you are hydrated i hope you are sitting in a good posture so right correct your posture right now oh i have to do that too shit like i'm such a hypocrite because i'm always saying like "Mm, stay hydrated sit well or whatever and fuck i have to tell you that i'm very good at giving advice a bit worse at following my own advice um but yeah i guess we should just get straight into the topic i always had the recommendation of the week segment at the beginning of the episode and i know that some people were recently asking me about that but i decided that i am going to maybe share something at the end of the episode if i uh, feel like it because i want you to be able to listen to the thing you are interested in since you clicked on the episode right away and i don't want you to wait through my recommendations which i don't think they are bad but maybe they're not what you came here for so that will be at the end of the episode and now let's get into the topic so in the last episode i talked about why i've always had a passion for learning and why i feel every actually one has this passion for learning if you think about kids they are so curious they ask so many questions they have such wonder in their eyes when you know they are in the park or on the street they want to talk with everyone they want to put everything in their mouths because actually this is how they get acquainted with the world which is actually right you can something that you can also learn about in biology classes i guess and they are so unconditionally curious which I love. And we kind of lose that sense of wonder. And this is something that is very frustrating to me because I think we would be in a much healthier society if the system that we go through as children in the school system, if we weren't so burnt out when we graduate and when we get out the other side. And I know that when we graduate so many people don't want anything else to do with education for a very long period of time and when they eventually maybe gain 
that curiosity, they feel like it's too late, that they are too old. And, you know, I'm a 50-year-old woman with three kids, a house, and, you know, I've been an accountant for 30 years, and what, I'm going to go to college again? And I realized that there are a lot of people, because I've actually have a lot of relatives who think the same way, and I guess I kind of want to normalize and discuss coming back to that and being the lifelong learner that you can be. So in the last episode, you may have heard me saying that there is something like this Prussian education system. And you may be curious about what it is. So actually, this is a system that has been established in Prussia. So for some of the people that don't know, it is actually modern day Germany, more or less. So uh, it has been established as a result of educational reforms in the late 18th and early 19th century. And that has had a very widespread influence since parts of the Prussian education system served as a model for the education systems all around the world, actually, in many countries like, you know, the United States or Japan or most of the European countries, actually. And I'm going to now provide you a couple of characteristics of the schooling that children experience in this model. So children in this model are required to physically attend school. It runs from kindergarten to grade 12 and students are divided by age not by what they need or what they can do or what they want to learn nor by what they have already learned the teacher is the authority the children provide kind of these empty heads which the teacher is paid to fill it doesn't, it doesn't really matter for how long the heads are filled, so to speak, as long as they pass the exams with satisfactory grades. So right, grades. The children are required to take tests and exams on what they learned and are graded for their results. There is little to no opportunity for students to explore a subject in great depth, to develop a passion or to hone a skill. There is an hour for one subject and an hour for the other. Teachers are considered qualified if and only if they have a required certificate. Whether they can actually teach well or enjoy it or inspire the students is irrelevant. Whether they love or hate the children is irrelevant. Whether the child is happy or well or mentally stable or mentally healthy or actually healthy is also irrelevant. The curriculum is fixed and taught at a fixed rate, even if it doesn't work for for some students, for example, with learning disabilities, even if it doesn't work with anybody at all, actually. Um, There is little or no recognition of superb teachers. It centers around a standardized curriculum and lesson plans not really real-life experiences, and it doesn't take into account that the cycles of our cognitive abilities differ in different times of the year, and it's also dependent on the seasons. That is not really taken into account. And students and teachers alike believe that the main purpose of school is preparing the students to pass the exam. And the most important thing and the purpose of 
school, the education is to pass the exam and to get a satisfactory grade. And the grade is what you leave the school with after these 12 years. So basically, this is the summary of what the Prussian education system is like today. It's, it hasn't, the, th the funny thing is, I've been actually talking about that with a friend recently, that it actually hasn't changed much in recent years. You know, there are countries which are the outliers. I'm sure you've heard about Finland or Norway or Scandinavian countries which are at the top of the rank when it comes to students' abilities and education and achievements. And actually, these are the countries that have really stepped away uh, for the most part from that old traditional system of, you know, sitting eight hours in the school and learning all these subjects that are required from you, not things that you are interested in, not things that you want to learn, but these standardized questions that you need to find answers to memorize them and kind of regurgitate them when the exam day comes. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. However, I personally think that this system does not work long term. There are very few students who are very specific in the way they think that actually thrive in this kind of learning environment. Those are people who have great memorizing abilities, who are able to sit and focus for these 45 minutes to an hour in the classroom, who are not really relying that much on visual learning or auditory learning they are able to sit and listen to the teacher talking and memorize it well past the exams it is actually irrelevant this is the most funny thing for me it is actually irrelevant whether you come out of the school remembering everything that you've learned and you are a quote-unquote good student if you just pass the exams well and I have been always extremely frustrated with this focus on the grades and on the GPA. Because, right, when you focus so much on the grades, the GPA, the exam scores, you do lose all the fun of learning. This is what happened to me, at least, as a kid. Like I said, I was so unconditionally curious of the world around me. I would always ask questions and I just loved reading and watching nature documentaries on the TV. And when I first went to school, I realized that this place was not about curiosity, asking good questions or having meaningful exchanges of views and perspectives. It was not about grappling with complex questions in a way which makes me want to improve the world. No, I saw that it was all about taking slices of carefully chosen information and finding the easiest way to memorize that random slice, while often actually ignoring the larger context necessary to truly understand it, but you just had to memorize that random slice of information so that one day you can regurgitate the information for the exam. And it didn't matter if I really got the concept, if I comprehend it in a way that will make me remember and use it my entire life. No, it was just about the score. 
I knew I was going to receive a piece of paper with questions after every chapter where the percentage or a grade would define my ability. And in a way, that ability actually defined my identity and value as a student. I mean, if I got an A, I was this a great student. I was a worthwhile person, talented and smart. And if I got a D, I thought like, girl, you better hide that paper and not show it to anyone, not tell anyone that you got a D because someone might think you are lazy, you're stupid, you're not going to be successful, you're going to be a failure in life. So shut up, hide it, act as if nothing happened and spend the next four days not sleeping and learning. And so through this focus on the great that will, you know, that will define how successful you will or won't be I think we are taught less to focus on the process and our intrinsic enjoyment of the learning process and more to focus on the end product and the destination I mean when I think back about my time I'm actually kind of shocked that we are never taught to enjoy learning and kind of stop for a second to notice how rewarding it can be I mean, I would even argue that in this system, you are even discouraged from enjoying it because it means that you are doing something wrong or you are not doing enough. Like how how do you have time to enjoy learning? If you have time to enjoy learning and yeah, right, you like it, that means you're not studying enough. That means you are, I don't know, lazy and that you could actually be grinding and you should be grinding because, you know, exams come and you should have the higher score. So you shouldn't be enjoying yourself. You shouldn't enjoy the process. You shouldn't test what you have learned outside in the real world situation because that means that you are losing the time that you could actually spend on learning and grinding and memorizing and rereading and making notes and don't even get me started on the fact that we are in the system we are taught such ineffective ways of studying like besides the fact that we are strictly focused on grades and that is the most important factor, not whether you learned it or not. But the fact that we, from the moment, I mean, I'm just saying from the point of me studying in Poland, however, you are never really taught how to learn. I feel like when I was a kid, and I mean, if you have had someone that taught you how to learn well, I'm jealous, but what I remember was that we just were shown how to write the lesson and the topic of a given lesson in our notebooks and that we should write down everything the teacher is saying and then reread it and reread it and reread it and reread it and highlight it and write and try to memorize it and maybe like reread the textbook but this is such an ineffective way because if you think about it learning is um, this process of encoding the information in your brain and learning to be able to reuse it and bring it to mind when the information is needed again and when you are studying by just taking notes you are just practicing the encoding part the kind of memorizing but you are not teaching yourself to bring that information up when it's needed and so like I'm not gonna get into you know effective studying methods but basically the most effective one is active recall and you do that through flashcards through asking yourself questions through actually through teaching and this is a great way to to learn actually 
um, by just teaching someone and imagining that you're explaining it to a, a five-year-old. But anyway, it's so funny to me. It's like absurdly and sadly funny that we are not even taught how to prepare well for the exams. We're not taught the methods that make you a good student even for this bonkers system. Because, okay, even if you're saying that the grade is what I should be focusing on, then at least provide me with tools that will make me be able to achieve it. And yeah, okay, I'm going to get so triggered today because um, I remember that through years and years I've always been complaining about this and about how being a student was unfair in a sense. And, you know, in the system, there's also such a huge imbalance between the theory and actually practical applications and real life knowledge because you are just taught by the teacher in the classroom and actually they usually just read the textbook but anyway you just get the theory let's say about you know how photosynthesis and how the leaves work and you don't even usually see it and observe it and I think like without looking and seeing you know the structure of the leaf and how the plant grows and how it bends towards the light actually it's so hard to understand the concept and there is such a huge imbalance in this system between the theory and practical real life application of uh, the knowledge that it's actually crazy um, because uh, right you have the eight hours and you have to jump from subject to subject and cramp as many as many things as you can and uh, you know get the grade and I feel like the problem would be resolved most of the problem would be resolved if the students would be able to spend less time in school basically but spend time on learning about the things and subjects that they actually enjoy because there is no point in forcing someone to you know study a topic if they hate it because even if you force it and and they will you know memorize and pass the exam they they're really going to forget it and actually build resentment towards the thing in the future so there is really no point and if we spent less time on these subjects we would be able to you know, spend more time and learn actually better and deeper and more effectively in the subjects that are interesting to us. And lastly, I think why this system sucks so much is that it makes you focus and study only for your future self and not for you right here, right now. It makes you only study for the future self that is going to have the exam and not for the benefit and for the enjoyment and for the sense of accomplishment and for how rewarding it is that I've been actually talking about in the last episode. You know, we often think of learning as this investment in the future you. I mean, we rarely, rarely study just for our present selves. We usually study to broaden our range of opportunities so that we can get into the university that we really want to get into or the job that we really want to have and I think like this is why we don't enjoy it at all because we don't feel like we're doing it for ourselves we feel like we're doing it for someone else like for either for the teachers or for the exams or for the university or for ourselves in the future so you feel like you're doing a chore for someone and I feel like only when you are aware of how 
amazing of an opportunity education is and how privileged you are that you can even learn it and you when you feel like you are actually doing it for yourself right now because this is interesting because this is worth it because this is so yeah interesting to you then you are actually able to really put time and work and effort into memorizing it understanding it and and maybe then passing it on to other people only when you are passionate about it and when you're doing it for someone else or for the future version of yourself you don't have that passion i don't think so so those are the ways i feel like the education system in the 21st century or the 20th or the 19th actually has failed us all and I wish it would be different. Those are right. The couple of ways I feel like we should really rethink the system that our children are going to study in. And and I feel like the focus on grades and the focus on homework and grinding and, and studying as many concepts in the smallest period of time. That should be our main focus and addressing the imbalance between the theory and real life application of knowledge. So this is something that right you can see in the Scandinavian systems and also the Montessori system that is becoming more and more popular and widespread and I really 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 encourage you to also learn about learning and and read a bit about those systems because there is a lot of potential I feel like in them. But before I go I also want to talk about how we can regain that sense of wonder and love for learning and how to become a lifelong learner. And I feel like the first step is to define what learning is for you. Because I feel like at some point in our lives, we all have thought of learning as this formal education where the indicator of success, where the percentages, grades and test results and that the roles are clearly divided into a student, which is a young child with no official degree or certificate and a teacher who is older, who needs to have a bunch of degrees and is officially in the teaching profession. But I feel like learning is so much more. It is growth. It is expanding your worldview. It is gaining new perspectives. It is acquiring useful daily skills like paying taxes or making a banging oatmeal it is reading articles about nfts because you have no idea what the fuck they're supposed to be it is raising to the challenge of comprehending i don't know newton's laws of motion which apply to every atom in the universe it is approaching complex things without the fear of someone else thinking we are stupid or unqualified it is simply this curiosity And I feel like learning isn't and shouldn't be just memorizing things at your university or in the school. I feel like this is having fascinating discussions with interesting people who might actually have different opinions than you. But you can teach one another and show your perspectives to one another and and share the things that are helping you in understanding a given concept. I feel like learning is reading a book in your free time. It is watching TED Talks in the bathtub. It is looking at the leaf that has just fallen on your lap in the park. And I feel like defining why you want to learn, what learning is to you, and what it isn't, and what you don't want it to be, I feel like this is the key and the first step that you need to you need to think about it if you really want to be a lifelong learner. Um, then I would also say that you need to realize that there is no one 
set and definite age or place for learning. So as I've said, in our Western culture, we have clearly established social roles with regards to personal education. You learn when you are a kid with other kids in school and are taught by this older person with a bunch of degrees who is actually reading from textbooks and has very little opportunities to actually teach you uh, the way they think will be effective. And so this is why so many of us never pick up a textbook or a book after graduation, because we are so burnt out from these 12 years of our education that we don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. But also we think that our time's over and our time as students, as learners, has come to an end. But this is actually such bullshit. You can learn. You have to actually you have the resources, textbooks and online courses and and actually schools and degrees and colleges and community colleges and local communities. No matter what age you are, no matter where you live, I feel like in this day and age, you always have an opportunity to learn if you really want to. And it doesn't matter if you are 50 or 60 or 70 or 5 or 10. If there's something that you really want to learn, there will always be a way. I feel like these days, if you really want to learn something, no matter where you are, what age you are, how you identify yourself, fuck it. Like If you want to learn something do it. You don't have to ask someone's permission. And also, when it comes to being a lifelong learner, you have to remember that you should learn what you want to, what you find interesting and what you enjoy. Because if you fall in love with a subject, it will push you to do better and really work to your advantage to excel. Your life can actually be better if you study something that you love because you can show your passion through your work and it will give you um, a better drive and, you know, you will have the best results for the effort that you're putting in. And life is so short and there are so many amazing, amazing concepts and skills that you could learn. So why should you waste your time on things that are unnecessary or are uninteresting or are fucking boring don't waste your life on studying something that you hate because you could you know just as well be learning french and french is awesome but i realize that not for many people but actually when it comes to me i'm getting a bit tangential but i feel like this is going to be one of the next things that i am planning to learn it's actually learning french très bien um, and when it comes to, I feel like, being a lifelong learner and regaining that sense of love, I think what's necessary is redefining failure. You know, learning is hard. It sometimes takes a very long time to gain the most basic of skills, actually to become better at something. For example, when you want to learn Chinese, you need to learn the whole alphabet and readjust your speech apparatus to making sounds that you've never made before and that is only the beginning actually and without it without this without this foundation it will be impossible to go further and so i feel like we are these days so impatient and we are used to instant gratifications from technology and etc that we give up very soon and we are unable to cope with the idea of being bad at something because then we get those bad grades that define us and we we don't want to feel bad. So we just, when we are not good at something, we leave it, we don't think about it, we quit it. But you should realize that, okay, there are no grades here. You are learning for yourself. And if you are bad at something, then it means that you should maybe just spend more time at it and then you will improve. You need to let go, I think, of the fear of failing because that 
that's what learning is. It is considering something hard. It is getting it wrong. It is trying to get it. It's making mistakes and then using that productively to get better. And it's you know I know it's uh, it's easier said than done. Definitely for me as well. But you are not studying for anyone else. So failure is just subjective in your eyes. So you have the power to redefine it. And lastly, I wanted to say that if you are still a student and you want to regain that love for learning, I would recommend defining what a grade is and what it isn't. Because I feel like a grade should be your current performance in a very, very narrow test of your memory and intelligence of a given subject. So in this tiny area you've chosen to learn or improve at. But if you think about all the types of intelligence like emotional intelligence, critical thinking, memory, practical ability or application, all exams test actually only one type of intelligence, which is the ability to quickly draw a theoretical fact from your memory and as small children at school we were conditioned to extrapolate our grades to our identity i mean each time i attended a family gathering as a kid the first question that i got was whether i was studying well and getting good grades and so you can be a c grade student because you've always been getting c's from the one subject that is testing this one specific type of intelligence but that does you such a disservice because it doesn't show all your other talents and abilities and how you work when you are not under pressure. So the first thing that you need to do in order to fall in love with learning even when you're at school is to detach yourself from grades and external achievements. You need to focus on how to make the process enjoyable. Learn the stuff you truly find interesting and see the grades as just helpful feedback on concepts that you need to come back to and understand the broader context better if you really want to, right, gain the skill. And again, I know it's easier said than done, especially as students in this system. Trust me, I know that very well. But I think the biggest thing, the most important change in a mindset is realizing that you're doing it for yourself not for anyone else not for this job not for the university not for your employer you are learning because you want to because you find it interesting and (laughs) because of all the reasons that i discussed in the last episode and i feel like when you realize that then it actually becomes so enjoyable and so much easier and when you are thinking about yourself in education you are becoming so much less judgmental and harsh on yourself when you realize that oh my god this is just me trying to know more about it because this is interesting and I feel like I deserve to know so thank you so much for listening I hope that you found this somehow relatable and helpful in any way if you have some thoughts that you would like to share you can dm me on instagram it's at beingbetter.pod or on tiktok it's beingbetter underscore you can also email us at podcast.beingbetter at gmail.com i would love to hear your thoughts about education about how you feel like you've been failed or supported by your teachers by your schools by your universities and maybe if you are a teacher how you are trying to 
make your students feel supported. And I would love to learn more about that. So thank you so much for listening to this two-part episode. I am very passionate about this subject and I hope that it was not overwhelming. And anyway, when it comes to my recommendation of the week, which I haven't done in so many weeks, sorry about that. Um, I'm currently reading Jane Eyre. Uh, when you're talking about education, I guess this has inspired me a bit because she is so passionate about learning and has such a pure curiosity and such deep appreciation and sense of gratitude. So I really recommend you, Jane Eyre, also for the language. Oh my God, the book is thick. It's so beautifully written. It leaves me always so grateful for the world, for nature, for the ability to be a student, for having a home, having, you know, loved ones in my life. It's just, it's very, very good, especially if you identify yourself as a girl, as a woman. I feel like it just changes your perspective. So that will be my recommendation. Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. And I think like it has this dark academia vibe. So if you are into that, then definitely pick it up. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening. I am going to ask you to please take care of yourself if you can of someone else too. And I will speak to you in the next episode. Being Better is edited and produced by Julia Spohr. You can learn more about the show and about other work over at our website, beingbetter.info. And the Instagram is at beingbetter.pod. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by word of mouth. So if you can, please tell your family, your friends, and what the hell, also tell your enemies. You know, we don't discriminate on this podcast. So tell them about the show, tell them about why you like it and about why you like the incredibly amazing and very humble host. You can also share it on social media platforms and if you tag us, we'll make sure to reply. Thank you so much for joining us today and I'll speak to you very, very soon.